580 and 95.9 FM. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Happy Tuesday, everybody, live from the GT Toys studio. That's Toys with a Z. It is LeVac and Gaz. And, um, man, if you're an Eagles fan, you didn't really enjoy last night all that much, I don't think. If you're a Seahawks fan, you probably quit before it was time to enjoy it. If you're a Drew Locke fan, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Locke. Um, It's just a... A tough game to watch on a lot of levels as the as the Eagles take on the Seahawks Monday Night Football. There was excitement. There was a lot of stuff. The one thing I would like to bring up as part of this, um, what I would call a, a decent-sized upset when the Seahawks were able to last-minute beat the Eagles 2017, you asked the question yesterday, guys. You were talking about, like, the the, like, the flu game and the playing hurt and, the like, the injury stuff, like, do we look at the way we used to? Like, is it are you playing tough or are you being silly? And I think I think Jalen Hurts was able to he, he did. It, it was it was, you know, it looked like typical tough guy, Jalen Hurts, you know, Super Bowl caliber quarterback right off the rip. But as the game went on, and I'm not even talking about the interceptions because I I could argue that there was help given, but I'll, I'll maybe at some other point. Um there's always been when Jalen Hurts tucks the ball to run. He he has that extra burst, like you know he's not he's not Lamar Jackson, um he's he's not like your fastest guys out there, he's not he's not Daniel Jones, but he but he's fast, and you could see it when he would go to swing around, safeties were able to catch him. He was he was winded, he was tired from being sick, he's hurt. I, I love that he wants to play, but if when you get to that point where you're not you, because I think if he's if he's able to break a couple more of those runs for another 10, 15, 20 yards like he normally would, I don't I don't even I don't think this game's ever close. Totally with you on the take from last night's game. Uh I do want to I'm we're leading with Jalen Hurts, I think rightfully so, because he is talked about as an MVP caliber player in the league. And remember this about Jalen Hurts last night. He did not get sacked. He did not get sacked. He looked that injured. If you heard any of the post-game press conference from Jalen Hurts, he sounded like he didn't like couldn't talk. He just sounded like he was a mix between sleepy and injured and sick, exhausted, exhausted, tired, all of those things where it's like, I put everything I could out there. I did everything I could, and I really didn't take a beating. We've heard athletes, any sport, take a beating, and you know at the end of the game, they are dog tired. Yep. They are toast. He did his best, you know, to sound like a mom or dad. He put his best effort <laughs> out there. He did, like, and he tried to will them to victory. Let's go way back here. We're going to go in a little bit of the time machine here, quick, for fellow sports fans, you listening right now. Remember when we got the news that the NFL was going to extend the regular season, that the NFL was going to have this as a thing going forward, that we were going to get an 18-game regular season and a 17-game regular season overall for actual total games. And most fans' reactions were, that's going to be awesome. We get more football. But the hesitation from some fans were, you know, there's a chance there's going to be a lot more injuries. You know, player safety might be a bigger concern. And some fans didn't care. They're like, oh, by the way, you're playing on Thursday <laughs> and Saturday and on the holidays. And we don't care. Like, and we're like, wow, you really don't care about player safety. This is a prime example of it. Because Jalen Hurts, and I'm going to group in Trevor Lawrence here too, because this is really what sparked that conversation you're talking about. 
These guys tried to tough it out. In a 17-game regular season, as the stars of the franchise, the quarterbacks and the fan bases know, if they don't have those guys, they're probably going to struggle to make the playoffs. Philly, less so than Jacksonville. And it's on them. That's something I honestly never even thought about. This idea of there's going to be guys who are kind of injured who are going to fight through it. You let it off. You're talking about silly versus playing through Cause it. Because we, we had it. We just we literally just had this conversation. Like, is it still yeah. Is it still tough to play when you're hurt? And there's that biggest difference between hurt and injured. If you played sports, if your mom and dad told you about it when you're hanging out in the backyard, are you hurt because you're just playing rough with your friends or you're playing sports and they are hurtful and they are painful? Or are you injured? And something has happened to your body that is not what you're used to having to your body. Did you break something, sprain something, tear something? We're in this world right now where injured quarterbacks are saying, I don't care if I'm injured. I'm playing. Season's on the line. Playoff division. And it hurt the Eagles last night. I Look. Wait, I think that's the question, right? Did it? Would Marcus Mariota have been better? Would, would, look, and it's interesting because when you look across the field, Geno Smith doesn't play. Drew Locke plays the game of his life. Like, would Marcus Mariota, who was healthy, have been better? Would he have been able to complete some of those runs? Would because the, the the passing game for for Jalen Hurts wasn't really there. Twelve, I believe Marcus Mariota was capable of twelve for 31, 143 yards. Uh, maybe not two picks, maybe two picks. I don't know, but I believe he could do that. Could he have upped the running game? 13 carries, 82 yards, two touchdowns, which I know what you're thinking. You're like, LeVac, you just said the dude ran for 82 yards and two touchdowns, and you wanted more because he would, the way that game played out, I think that would have been a 130-yard night for him, maybe three touchdowns. But, like, it would Mariota have been able to do more? That's the question. We may never know, especially against that Seattle Seahawks defense who played a pound is Good as it could, it had moments where maybe it had, like any other defense in the NFL, plays you'd hope they'd step up and make. But we knew going into the game, the season was on the line for the Seahawks in the competitive NFC playoff division. And as much as we talked about Jalen Hurts and maybe Mariota would have been the difference, might have been a play here, play there, speed there, speed here. That post-game press conference I talked about with Jalen Hurts spoke a lot about what the future could be for the Philadelphia Eagles. What Lisa Salters on the television side did with Drew Locke at the end of that game is my favorite post-game interview of the season. Second time this season I've claimed my favorite, and it's December 2023. But it's true. Talking about sound bites. LeVac, I, I don't even want to admit this, but I, I listened to it. A, you wet your bed. No, no. I listened to it a second time this morning. I'm like, am I about to cry? Am I about to cry this holiday season listening to a backup quarterback talk about his rallying and everything? I'm like, what is going on right now? Am I just in the holiday season? Am I happy? I almost, legit, almost cried. And I know someone's going to be like, gosh, come on. There's way bigger emotional speeches going on with everything. I, I hit me, man. Well, how that much, emotion at the end of that game. How awesome. much of it was, was also because of him? Like, Drew Locke was a knucklehead coming out of college and everything, and and he said the right thing. Like, I was mad because if you listen to the show, I took the Eagles. If you listen to the show, I had very little fear of, of the Seahawks. Um, I may have gone a little bigger on the Eagles than I normally would because of those reasons and because they did so well on the Raiders game on Thursday. I was playing with house money. <laughs> and I was mad. I'm like, oh, I lost, and I don't. And I still I look at some of the some of the plays 
Some of the, the the interceptions where it's like, yeah, you didn't – the guy who picked out the ball, yeah, he didn't do a pass interference. He didn't have to. The other guy tackled him. Like He, didn't have, he tackled him before he got there, whatever. He didn't have to. And then I just heard Drew Locke talking. I'm like, God, I feel I'm, I feel good for you. Like, I feel good for you. Like, well, you said the right thing. Yeah, and it's maybe it's a lot deeper. We don't have to go psychology on the whole take, but, like, the idea of, like, give me an opportunity to watch what I can do, that speaks to everybody. It doesn't just speak to sports. It speaks to business. It speaks to teachers. It, it speaks to everybody. Uh, radio host, media member, give me an opportunity and watch what I can do. And he's had opportunities. He admitted it. He's like, yeah. I'm not playing as much as I want to. I know that's every competitor's mindset. But when you have the Jake Browning cut from earlier in the week about him yelling and screaming at the Vikings, followed yeah. up by that, you got one super emotional, aggressive, in-your-face, stuff I can't say on the radio, too. Hey, I got a chance. I knew how important this was. My teammates and fans and everybody believed in me. By the way, that's the second time a Seahawks quarterback did that. Geno Smith had a talk like that, I believe, in 2022. And he was right. Doubters. People thought I stunk. Look how good I am in 20. Seattle is doing that and making people feel like you give me a shot, I'll step up for him. That's Pete Carroll. Like Pete Carroll is giving these guys opportunities, whether it's the Legion of Boom, who weren't these highly touted NFL draft prospects, whether again, one more time on the 2022 Seattle team, they were supposed to be the worst team in the NFL. And now that Seattle team goes out and defeats the NFC champions, losing in that game in the fourth quarter, needing a rookie to catch a touchdown late, a backup quarterback to step up. Well, is that enough for Seattle to get in the playoffs? I don't know. But um, I became a Drew Locke fan and a Lisa Salters fan both at the end of that game, for sure. I mean, uh, you know what's weird? I heard everything you just said. And how many teams can we say it about right now? It's the year of the backup quarterback. Like every, It feels like almost every team has been made or broken by their backup quarterback. Like obviously Brock Purdy's been out there for San Fran all the way through. That's they look phenomenal. If you've been able, if you if you've been blessed enough to have the same quarterback, it used to be like if your offensive line is good, you've been blessed enough that the same starting quarterback from week one to, to now, you're you're probably you're probably dominating or or they they stunk all the way around. But like you said, you know Jake Browning, Tommy DeVito, now now it's Drew Locke. Like one after another, these backup quarterbacks are more valuable now than they've ever been before. Zach Wilson looked good for 15 seconds. And then and then didn't. That didn't. Right. Yeah. But I mean you, you go through the league and, and it's the year of the backup quarterback. You know, CJ Bathard looked decent for a drive or two. Like it's if you've got you've it, it used to be if you have two quarterbacks, you that means you don't have one. Now it's the same same, but it means something different. If you don't have two quarterbacks, you're host. Cause you're because at some point you're gonna need that backup. All right. So this might sound like an apples and oranges comparison. I don't think it is though. I just gave you the Bengals. And what they can do with a backup quarterback and how they've stayed in contention. We both saw what Seattle did last night and how they've stayed in contention. The Cleveland Browns are down to a fourth string quarterback. I know he's a Super Bowl MVP caliber quarterback at some point in the history of the NFL, but Cleveland's doing that. Does this speak to anything that's happening with the New York teams? Like, should the New York Giants or the New York Jets have a little self reflection here and be like, hey, LeVac just said these teams are blessed to have starters, and some are finding ways to wins with backup. The minute Daniel Jones went down and the minute Aaron Rodgers went down, our seasons were over. Done. Now, again, could be apples and oranges. Hell, the Jets and the Giants could be apples and oranges. Like, the fact that I'm grouping Daniel Jones and Aaron Rodgers, those probably aren't the same. But you see the overall theme I'm going for. Franchises were able to adjust and stay as contenders with backups, while other franchises were toast with their backups. Well, it's, it's kind of like... It's kind of like the Yankees, right? You 
you can't you can't predict or build a team based around injuries. However, if you know a dude is more likely to get hurt coming off an injury, is I, I know I feel I feel bad. I feel like this has become like the new swear word for athletes: injury prone. And you don't prepare for that, you're making a huge mistake. So, like with the Jets, you put your entire franchise on the heels of a 39 year old quarterback. Yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's great, but you you knew you didn't like Zach Wilson. I think they I think they still were hoping, you know, a year of watching or a year or two of watching Rodgers would be would make him better. But you went in this season with 39 year old Aaron Rodgers. Mentally broken and stunted Zach Wilson. And then door number three was Tim Boyle. So, like, that's that's your fault. You get, you get the blame for that. With the, the Giants, Dale Jones is a little injury prone. You went into the year with, but you went into the year with Dale Jones, Tyra Taylor, and, and Tommy DeVito. Like, you had pieces. You, you, you prepared better for injuries. Tyrod gets hurt too. Now you got to put. Now it's it's Devito time. Actually works out a little bit for a little bit. You know, it's it, you do. You have to you have to plan for it. You 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 have to plan for the injury that's coming. Because if you don't, you know, here you are. I have to believe that at some point in that game, Nick Sirianni, whoever else, looked out and said, "Jalen Hurts can't go anymore." Like, 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 we love you for wanting to, but you can't go anymore. Let's let Mariota run a couple times. Let's just let him, take it, take a drive. Just take one drive. Sit over here with me for one drive. And if it doesn't work, I'll put you right back in. But you, you obviously don't have that kind of faith in him. So it's, it's such a, it's such a difficult thing because again, you want that warrior who wants to go out there and wants to fight for the team. And Hertz did with the exception of the passing. And, and again, I think, I think he's fighting the flu. I think he's fight, fighting injuries. Seahawks and the refs. And you want him out there, but at the same time, you know, usually he outruns those linebackers. Yeah, well, he's sick. Oh, should we should we get him some fluids? Like, what should we do? Like, what do we do? This will never happen. This will never happen in the NFL, but this is a perfect example of, okay, if you were going to extend the season to 17 games and 18 regular season, second bye week, you know, like, look, if someone told you at your place of employment, that you're going to have to work more days in a calendar year. What's the quick math? I don't know. Like 260 days, 52 weeks, five days a week, 260. Hey, you're going from 260 to 270. You've got to work 10 weekends this year. We've extended how much you have to work. Uh, we're not changing your pay unless you've got a better agent. They can figure that out. Right, that's but if you're under contract, you can figure it out for the next one. But, hey, we're going to give you more vacation time. Like that's how usually I would think some companies would work. You have to work more, but you will get something in return. Some would argue you get more money. Like, this is a classic example of, like, Jalen Hurts, we both agree, should have taken the day off. If this was a, well, like, a company, he started, like, yeah. he started good. Yeah. Like, he started. I just think there, there had to be a point where, and, and this is, it's so weird because as this Eagles team struggles this year, I like them way better than I did last year when they were unbeatable. When they were almost unbeatable last year, I couldn't stand them. I really couldn't, and now I'm watching, and I'm like, and, and it's, uh, some of it's because you're. I'm learning more and more about Jason Kelsey, and I just think he's. If Jason Kelsey's not in a broadcast booth at some point in the next year or two, or whenever, whenever he decides he doesn't want to play anymore, somebody screwed up. Somebody screwed up. He he should be on Fox Sports. He should be on ESPN. He should be some. He should. I don't care, like who where he is. His personality is perfect for the booth. Perfect. 
So like, I like them better now. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. I'm actually rooting for him. Not to win at all. I'm not that crazy. I don't, I don't like you dirty birds that much. But like, it's hard to watch him struggle because I don't want him to. I want him to be the guy that I don't like because you can't stop him from a tush push from four yards out because he squats more than most weightlifters do. You can't catch him running around the edge because he refuses to run slower than you. Like, he's that guy. You you actually have to root for him. And now it's like, bro, you save a little bit for, for when you're in the playoffs. You're in the playoffs. Go 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 take people down. I don't it's it's tough. It's it's a weird sports sports are the most interesting thing because you can hate a guy for everything he says and does on everywhere else. And then all of a sudden they play a certain way and you see that struggle out of me like, I respect that guy. Not not Rashad Mendenhall, but like a lot of <laughs> a lot of other people. Um yeah, tough, tough game. No, tough game to watch towards the end, especially if you have the Eagles. But um, I, I do. I just look at Jalen Hurts. I think that's a tough son of a gun. Maybe a little too tough for his own good. Hopefully, hopefully he's 100 percent by the end of the season, or at least as close as you can get during an NFL season. And Seahawk fan, you kind of after Levac and I have talked about this, you might still feel like an underdog. Maybe you we are. didn't give you enough credit. Like I, no. I, I feel like that thing with that game. Besides what happened post game, is more about Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts than what Seattle could do potentially finding themselves in the postseason. There's still a few other teams I'd pick ahead of them when we talk about the race towards the playoffs. Oh, many, actually. There's many. there's nobody I would pick over Mohawk Honda, though, when it comes to vehicles in the Capital Region. I know from experience because I got my pilot driving around the Capital Region, got the space You actually the have it today. Look I, at you. I have the pilot. Uh, there you. it is. I don't know how many more days I will have it with more and more family members coming into the Capital Region who might want to drive around, spend time with the boys. Do you just go ra- driving around sometimes because you actually have it today? Like, like, do you take the long way home because you actually get to drive your, your Mohawk Honda Pilot today? I wonder if I should. I've not, right? I have not thought about just that Just enjoy before. it a little bit. I do that with the truck sometimes. Like, I, I want like, I know that I'm not going to do much tomorrow, so, like, I'll go get it washed. I'll drive around, take the long way home because I love my, like, I know how much you love your Pilot. I would, if I'm you, I plot the long way home tonight. I might. Thank you, Levac. I think that's a great piece of advice. If you got a pilot, do the same thing. Maybe you'll have a big pilot night. You see white pilots driving around the Capital Region. If you don't have one, 2024 is the year for you. Stop in, work with a great staff from Greg Johnson to Lindsey Herodin, my guy Cam McKenna, who I worked with to get my vehicle. Whoever you want on that staff, the best part about it, it's people you can trust during the car buying experience. If you got some time off from work here at the end of the year, make it a part of your year-end plans to get yourself a new ride. It's Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. It looks like somebody might have gotten lucky for maybe the third time in his life. Explain what's going on with Gaz coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. I wax my brows, chin, back, legs, underarms, bikini, ears, toes, and it makes me feel so, so smooth. It works like magic. Whoever you are, whatever you wax. European Wax Center makes everybody smooth. No one does wax like us. Come see for yourself, and your first wax is free. Book at waxcenter.com. First time guests only, valid only for select services. Additional terms may apply. Participation may vary. Visit waxcenter.com for terms and conditions. 
For 25 years, LoveSack has been rewriting the rules of comfort and empowering customers to live life on their terms. This holiday season, change your mind and your style. From the endless adaptability of sectionals to the cloud-like comfort of a sack, LoveSack provides peace of mind where other furniture can't. LoveSack will always fit your space and your needs, no matter where life takes you. Visit LoveSack.com or a showroom near you to learn more and shop exciting holiday offers. That's L-O-V-E-S-A-C.com for more details and to to find a showroom near you. The holidays are the happiest time of the year. That is unless you or your loved ones are miserable because of colds, sinus infections, or allergies. This holiday season, give the gift of better breathing with Navage. What makes Navage so effective? Well, unlike cold and allergy drugs that might take a long time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage provides fast relief from sinus congestion in 30 seconds flat. Navage doesn't just relieve symptoms, it attacks the cause by sucking out the germs, allergens, and viruses trapped in your nose that are making you feel miserable. Best of all, Navage does it naturally, without drugs. Wash away your cold and congestion problems this holiday season. Add Navage to your gift list so you can breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at Navage.com. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. It's the holiday season, and Famous Footwear is stocked with all the styles your family wants from the brands you love at prices that fit everyone's list. Shop the comfiest Hey Dude shoes and coolest Crocs, or snag the perfect pair of Bear Paw boots and slippers. Plus, for a limited time, find the latest Nike styles for the whole family at savings of up to 30% off. Shop Famous.com or bring the whole family into a Famous Footwear near you and spread some cheer this holiday season with the gift of famously great shoes. Valid on select styles. It's about God. Don't forget, every Friday we do Fantasy versus Reality thanks to our good friends at Hooters on Wolf Road. Marketing your calendar a little bit after 4 o'clock, that second segment in the 4 o'clock hour. I give you three plays for the Fantasy Football Weekend. LeVette gives you three wagers for you to win thanks to our friends under the orange roof. I like to say I give winners and then you you try real hard. It's what? nice what you do there. Uh, don't forget to come by and enjoy great draft beer specials, amazing food specials, and it's a great time to get gift cards over at Hooters on Wolf Road. Thank you so much for Fantasy versus Reality with LeVette Goss. A psoriasis flare-up can make a walk in the park. Well, no walk in the park. It's that obvious, huh? I've tried so many lotions and creams, but I still have symptoms. So those don't do enough to treat the inflammation beneath the skin, leaving you with those uncontrolled symptoms. Makes sense, but what else can I do? You can get real with your dermatologist so they can help you get clear, make an appointment, and, oh, you're already on it. Hi, yes, I'd like to make an appointment. Get real clear about psoriasis at letsgetrealclear.com. Sponsored by Avvi. Levac, how have you been sleeping recently? Uh, like a baby. Yeah, I, I duty my pants and I cry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Just that's a joke. It's an old joke. God stopped listening to me. He knew, he knew an old joke was coming. He knew it. I should have got um, out of the way. That was yeah. my fault of anything. Uh, the Integrative Sleep Center in, in Boston Spa. All jokes aside, all kidding aside, complete and total lifesavers. So here's how it works. You snore. You wake up tired. You uh, You don't know quite why you're tired all the time. You owe it to yourself to go to the Integrative Sleep Center and check it out and, and have a conversation. Like, I snore, I wake up tired, whatever. They'll walk you through the process of how to do the sleep study, how to get the test done. And then if you're like me and you have severe sleep apnea and you have the kind of snore that is extremely expensive because no one wants to room with you on road trips or anything, then this is this is where your whole life turns around. You're going to feel so much better. If you're tired of being tired, 
Dr. Fred Dreer and the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, they have the answer for me. Mouthpiece, no hoses, no wires, no surgery. It is just keeps my airway open, and I sleep so much better. Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, they're helping me sleep better. They can help you sleep better, too. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm trying to endear myself to some of you in the office before we get into the story. So I'm been, I'm I'm friends with more and more of the the fine people who share the iHeart Studios with us, and one of them is uh, one of you you talk to her all the time because she's on uh, WGY in the morning. Uh, Rachel, she is I, I think she's hysterical. She's she is she's just as good a uh, ballbuster as I am, and like we we verbally spar. So she put something up about you know I'm having one of those days where anybody who thinks they can do what I do better than me, let's see it. So I commented on that on Facebook as to, you still going to be there when I get in? <laughs> She's such a nice person that she came to me. She goes, did you need me? And I go, no, this is what I was doing. She's like, how dare you? So I go, she goes, she, she was here. And I go, it was really nice to see you. She goes, I'm not a fan of liars. I go, how dare you? It's always great to see you. Talking to you has mixed results. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, and I guarantee there's something evil coming right back for me, which is going to be just as funny. So it's fun. It's fun to spar. It it's is. Fun. Her and I are not friends on social media. Well, because you're the, because you're the, you're Tommy Corporate. I wouldn't be friends with you either if you didn't, you got grandfathered in. No. You know, I wouldn't deal with you. Uh, there's a lot of layers to that comment, but I'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been, we've been wondering. If you one of your one of your more verbose statements of I will pay for the drinks and the thing about if Aaron Rodgers played, you were gonna throw the card down over at Rivers, where we are every Sunday, eleven to one. We're gonna be there uh both Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We're gonna do the show eleven to one as as normal. So come hang out with us and before you get sick of your family. Um so you you did this and I actually like Robert Sala spoke yesterday, and, and he said, look, Aaron wants to play. Let's not confuse that one. That's why he's been working so hard to get back. He's, he's willing to play. So it sounded again like, uh-oh, guys, you're in trouble. Like, you're, you're going to have to do this. So I literally made a ruling last night that I was going to – I was going to throw my weight behind, which we all know is dangerous, that I was deciding how you were going to pay this bet off. I decided because it was open-ended. The way you said it. It was kind of open-ended. So what I decided was, because of all the great specials that Rivers has while we're there, is you were going to buy buckets of beer, and they were going to be on our table, and people were going to have to come up and, and have to, they would have to know why you were buying the drinks for you to be for them to get drinks. I decided that so that your kids could go to college. <clears throat> Since then, you have been saved. by one of the and, and you've been saved by a platform that you have been extremely judgmental of, the Pat McAfee show, Aaron Rodgers today said, quote, thinks his leg still needs three to four weeks, possibly to get to 100%. Quote, if I was 100% today, I'd be pushing to play. Uh, he does not feel like he will be playing. And he what? said, quote, now without a timetable to come back, obviously we can be smart as we can, we can be as smart as we can be in rehab. So again, that Jets-Dolphins game, was was the real bet for you if we're being if i think if we're being perfectly honest you saying if he's coming if i'll do this if he comes back was decided by 
the Dolphins slapping the daylights out of the Jets because now the Jets are completely out. If he plays, it's got to be for – I was able to come up with a couple reasons in my head that he might still play, but it's not for the Jets. <laughs> Maybe it's for the Jets' front office. Maybe it's because he gets money because that space bridge was so effective he could play – you know, uh, the, the Dr. Elitrosh, maybe he was going to give him money if he got out there. But you, sir, you've won. I've not won yet. The season has not ended. Just like I didn't concede victory or concede defeat, I will not claim victory until Does anybody concede victory? Has that ever right, happened? Right. All right, fine, I'll I win. Won. Right, right, right. Ugh. I haven't conceded defeat or victory in this long wager we've had. I want to make sure I, I... He did kind of leave it open a little bit. He, I mean, it's, he still, did. it's still a little, but it doesn't sound like he sounds like he's out. There is something you said there that I want to make sure we clarify. Yeah. Because you said something that I think we assumed we both agreed with that I do not agree with. Okay. I believe you said if the Jets Dolphin game had ended differently. I think we, if, the, if the Jets had won and they were still mathematically alive in the playoffs, I think he would have played. In less than a shocking fashion by me. That's where I would disagree as I stay stubborn with my take because I feel like he just showed his hand. From what you just set up and talked about there, and I don't have the quote here from McAfee, but you said it would have taken Rodgers, not you, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, three to four more weeks to well, medically get cleared. I want to make no, sure no, we, no, no, okay, no, okay, he's, no. He's cleared. 100%. Ah, okay. I'm glad we clarified he said, that part. He said okay. on the Pat McAfee show, uh, he thinks he might still need three to four weeks possibly to get to 100%. Possibly to get to 100%. And then, quote, if I was 100% today, I'd be pushing to play. So, this is where the wiggle room is left, the in my opinion. Yes, yes. Because oh, now, all of a sudden, two weeks from now, rumors are swirling that, and he and he threw his support behind Joe Douglas. He threw his support behind Robert Sala. He threw his support behind the people who are coming under fire right now. Let's say the 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 swirling sharks are everywhere, and he thinks that the only way to save their jobs is for him to trot out in that field. You know what? It's week 18. I, I I am 100%. I can play right now. I'm ready to go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to play. It's for the Jets fans. I want you I want you to see what you've signed up for. And that I don't foresee that being the thing. I think he's told you right now he's done because they're done. They're not there's no playoffs. There's no nothing. There's, I think he's telling you he's done. I think what happened here will be studied by college classes <laughs> and media courses for years to come. I think uh I'll use an analogy I used way back, I believe, in October about our format, radio. What was the most famous broadcast maybe in the history of this format when the War of the Worlds was read on radio yep. and people thought aliens were invading? And 100 years ago, people like laugh at it now in 2023. Oh, my God. Can you believe that people thought aliens were invading Earth because they said it on radio? Man, people will believe anything if you post it somewhere. Mm -hmm. That's what just happened here. Like Aaron Rodgers went on a very popular sports show and claimed he's going to break science history. He's going to come back. And he just kept saying it. He just kept saying it was going to happen. It was true. Now, there is also some political uh, takes involved here that I'm going to pass on and leave that for another show that certain politicians have said things that, hey, if you say it and you're confident enough, people will believe it. Hell, <clears throat> some could say this format with a guy down in New York City. Okay, all right. Like, if you say it confidently well, enough, people might believe you. That's what happened here with Rod. Perception is reality. That's it. And and sometimes, like, the the will to win and, and you know, will yourself better. When I, was, when I was a kid, every single Christmas break, every winter break from school, I would get sick as a dog. 
every single one. I would get through Christmas, and then I'd be laid up for the entire Christmas break. It was it was the weirdest thing. And then I, I just remember one year going, I'm not wasting winter break this year. I'm not getting sick. And I didn't get sick that year. And it was the last time I ever had that exact cold. It was weird. It's a, it's you, Mentally, I told myself I was going to get sick. I got sick. Mentally, I told myself, you're not getting sick this year. And I didn't. Now, obviously, if I went and you know hung out with a bunch of sick kids or whatever, you know, volunteered at the hospital, I'm probably getting sick. But there is will the will is strong. I I still think that if the Jets were mathematically alive, he's not saying he's not playing. He said all along, if there's something to play for, I'll come back. And now there's the again, there's nothing to play for right now because the Jets can't go to the postseason. And at this moment, the prevailing wisdom is everybody gets a do-over. And he and the other thing he did, which which I think if he were able to go out there and sling the rock, it would it would really solidify everybody being safe. But he said he he feels good. He this has reinvigorated him. He he always planned on giving the Jets two years, and he's not counting this as one. So he's He's basically not only is he telling you he's going to be back, he's going to be Aaron Rodgers. He's going to do it for two years for you, like he, like he said he would. I think the only way he would possibly play is again if you if you got word that like Robert Sala is going to uh, hack it's out. Where you know what, we got to make a point. Somebody's got to go. It's the offensive coordinator. Hack it, you're out. I think it's the only way. That's that could be the only thing that could sneak up and bite you in the butt. The only thing that I'm a little sad about today again, not. Uh, claiming victory or conceding a victory, however I framed it now. I am a little sad this didn't get to play out. You and I have played poker before. We don't play enough as we'd like to, but this was a great poker hand for me when we talk about Aaron Rodgers. That here's the river. All right, yeah. here we go. Come on, Aaron. Bottle cards on the table. Let's see what yeah. you're going to do. You and got the, three well, weeks left. And the Jets flopped. And they, that's, right. that's <laughs> they exactly flopped. right. Yeah. And you know what Rodgers got to do? Push his hand into the, the yeah. old muck right. pile. He, Fold. I don't. You don't have to see what I'm playing with. I wanted to see Rogers' hand. Uh, look, you mentioned the Dolphin game. We were getting to, hurt, by the way. Right. <laughs> we were getting to a point where he was going to have to show his hand. What's it called? The uh, the pocket cam is the new term. Or the, yeah. Now it's 20 years old. But uh, we want to see what Rogers. I wanted him to get called out on the BS. I wanted him to get called out on the nonsense that he's been pushing see, for the last this four is, months. This is where we disagree. Yes, it's we not. It's not, a, it's not the Dolphins-Jets game. This is where we disagree. That man would have walked out on that field at some point. I don't know if he would have made it through the game. I don't know if he would have if his his ankle would have exploded like a mushroom cloud. I like I I don't know. But that man is so convinced that he not only knows his body better than you do, he knows everything better than you do. And he felt good. I I get it. It's not it's not a game. Not a game. We talk about practice. But the way he moved in practice is better than anybody we've seen. To the point where if I was gonna go into a conspiracy theory, like you're kind of yours is I'm playing the game. I'm just gonna I just want the attention. That conspiracy theory. Mine would have been he was never hurt as bad as we thought, is the only way I would have uh, the only one I would have believed in because he was moving better than anybody who's been through what he's been through, especially a dude who was 39 turning 40. I'll even add my other layer to this for those who might have not heard about this. I still and won't back down off this one. I'm convinced Pat McAfee's been in on this the whole time. And why I think McAfee's been in on this the whole time, 
Look, McAfee, the rumors out, it's not even a rumor. New York Post has reported, and you and I don't think this is a big deal, that they were paying him a million dollars to do this hit. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're giving you a million bucks to come on our show. If you've been living under a rock recently, Pat McAfee is one of the biggest media acquisitions in 2023. He went to the four-letter network. He's got a lot of pressure on him. He's on college game day. He's got to get this right. And what happens on his debut on the four-letter network with his prize guest blows out his Achilles. So McAfee um, knows going in. Okay, my ratings should be this. Aaron, you got to help me, man. I can't for the next four months have a quarterback who's not going to play for the rest of the season because look at what the numbers will do. I'm just going to throw a number out here. 80,000 views. Hey, if we are giving the audience nothing every single week, they're going to get like 80,000. But if we all season long say that you might play, I guarantee you people will talk about it in New York, on the national outlets, in Albany, New York. Like, it will work. Their strategy worked. You're wrong, and here's why. I if you If you told me again, Pat McAfee thought Aaron Rodgers was full of hooey, but knew better than to call him on it because you get one bump of ratings instead of 15 weeks, I, I'm yes, again, I'm on your page. If that were the case, if that million-dollar salary, whatever it is, part of it's contingent on you doing, keeping this going, Bob Sala said yesterday that you might still play. Why would you, why would you come out today and say you're not going to play? I, I fully agree that there was probably – Pat McAfee has seen this injury. He's 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 probably tweaked an Achilles or something. He knows is the likelihood is low. Aaron's crazy might work. More importantly, Aaron's crazy. Aaron believes this. I'm not going to ruin it. I'm <laughs> not right. going to I'm not going to kill the the goose that lays the golden egg. I'll let him roll. Because if anything, I bet you any money he's sitting there going like yesterday. He's like, dang it. All right, we got to come up with something for next week. <laughs> yes. no, this is it. But I, but again, I don't think he. Yeah, no. I, your hatred you, of Pat McAfee is getting insane. No, look, do I? It's going a little far. Do I think he crafted an evil mastermind idea? It sounds like that's what you were kind of saying. Maybe the way in which I'm phrasing this isn't great, but yeah. I think maybe the easier professor way to frame that would have been: What creates better content? The idea that he may or may not play, or the idea that he's not for the season. We all know the answer is number one. You know, we're, we're living in a world now. And I'm thinking this speaks more about journalism and the life that like the most ridiculous stuff can get the most clicks. And that's what matters. I sent you a clip yesterday from Stephen A. Smith that got like 1.5 million views. And it was about how people yeah, leave how, themselves. Yeah. Well, no, how they clean up afterwards. <laughs> that got a million and a half. Like, I don't know what yeah. he was getting talking about well, Panthers, but I know what Stephen A. got on that. I don't know what's going on with Stephen A. Smith and then uh, Shannon Sharp and Chad, Chad Ochocinco. <laughs> What are they up to out there? You didn't see you stuff didn't, in the bedroom. Was that the clip yes, you're talking about? Yeah. Yes. So, to the point, Stephen A. Smith is like is a respected journalist at some level, and now that he's on this podcast. Something's gone wrong with him. Shannon Sharp's always been a little crazy, a little salty. Chad Johnson, he's always been a little crazy, a little salty. But these two are talking about like women breaking wind in the bedroom and what he what he normally makes them do and all stuff. All you hear is Deion Sanders in the background. You guys both nasty. I don't want to be here. Like <laughs> like uh, it's. I mean, I, I say some stupid stuff, but I was never respected. What's the? I, I don't care, whatever. But wow, that those two shows are out of out of this world. Pat McAfee's a great show. It's a great show. I'm sorry, he does a great job. He does, and you hate him for it. No, I don't hate him. You know what you need? Here's what you gotta do, right? You need a little hookers and weed. That'll change the whole. That'll change the whole thing for you. 
Hookers and Weed Beer is phenomenal. It's a great lager. Uh, we we had one together, and we were kumbaya the rest of the day. That has been the theory behind J.J. Hooker's and Willow B. Weed all along when they got together and they made this beer. Two beautiful, strong, independent, entrepreneurial women who were just like, you know what? We're good musicians. They got a song on their website, hookersandweed.com. You'll love it. They, they said, you know, if we put our, our brewing talents, our everything else together, we're going to come up with a great beer that'll, you know, Fight crime almost. Keep crime down because because people will be enjoying this beer. You need to get together. You, me, Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers, whoever else needs to sit at the table. We need to have a hookers and weed summit. We'll just pop open a couple ice cold cans of hookers and weed beer and relax. I've had the beer. You've had the beer. I'm okay, Pat. That's how good that beer is. I will sit down with McAfee <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers and enjoy that. I will. You You'd have to be nice to them, though. Like, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. Yeah. The, the beer will help me get through that. All right. Well, listen, uh, Hookers and Weed Beer is, is phenomenal. And, and if you don't know about JJ and Willoughby yet, you need to go check out hookersandweed.com. But listen, trust me, before you do any of that, go to Oliver's Discount Beverage, Westmere Bev, Sean's Bev, Deli and Brew over by Hudson Valley Community College, Saymore and Half Moon, Latham Bev. And, and if, if you have a favorite beverage center and they don't have Hookers and Weed, go up and be like, I need hookers and weed right now. And then when they look at you a little funny, go, hookers and weed beer, you 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 Neanderthal. <laughs> it's a great beer. Get yourself some. Try it today. Make sure you check out everything that's going on with our, our two favorite. I mean, they're they're like beer superheroes. JJ Hookers and Willow B. Weed. Hookers and Weed Beer. Absolutely phenomenal. I love it. You're gonna love it too. Great night from the Knicks on multiple levels. They just I, I gotta I got to sing the praises of my favorite hoops team next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Hey, it's guys. Guys, I, I like spending the holidays in pairs or better. Can we go to Hooters? Yes, we can, LeVac. Happy holidays. Friday, December 22nd, our final show of 2023. Out live on location under the orange roof. Come celebrate the holidays with us. Food, beer, drink, sports, and a little bit of holiday spirit. Ho, ho, hot wings, my friend. It's going to be a great time. Make sure you join us at Hooters Friday, December 22nd, starting at 3 o'clock. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's the holiday season, and Famous Footwear is stocked with all the styles your family wants from the brands you love at prices that fit everyone's list. Shop the comfiest Hey Dude shoes and coolest Crocs, or snag the perfect pair of Bear Paw boots and slippers. Plus, for a limited time, find the latest Nike styles for the whole family at savings of up to 30% off. Shop Famous.com or bring the whole family into a Famous Footwear near you and spread some cheer this holiday season with the gift of famously great shoes. Ballot on select styles. Soccer on would like to take this time to say happy holidays to you and thank you for giving us the opportunity to serve you. The holidays are a time to enjoy, so make the most of the season. Here's hoping the coming year is full of wonderful things for you and your loved ones. Season's greetings and best wishes for the holidays from Soccer Unlimited, 1272 Central Avenue, Albany. Soccer cleats, clothing, goalkeeper equipment, and more. SoccerUnlimitedUSA.com, 518-452-TEAM. The holiday season is a beautiful time of year. The gifts, the cards, the cooking, the gatherings, the traveling is all part of the season of joy. We want to celebrate those special moments. Brought to you by our proud partner, Nurtec ODT. Remegipan 75 milligrams orally disintegrating tablets. Learn more at nurtec.com. 
And now a message from Puffs Plus Lotion Tissues. Ordinary tissues can leave you with a red nose. So choose Puffs Plus Lotion for all of your blows. Puffs have lotion to soothe sensitive skin so you can wipe without wincing. It's a win-win. Puffs have cushiony thickness, which brings relief too. So the days of sore red noses are gone and through. When you're after soothing softness, a nose in need deserves Puffs indeed. USX pest control. Guys. Yeah. So it's funny. You were saying uh, just how how much they make you feel like when you get the text message, like, oh, they're coming. Tomorrow, coming to my house. Oh, well. Tomorrow. I don't know you if you copied gonna... me because they're there today at my house. Well, they just, they're practicing because they want to be ready for <laughs> USX pest control. See, that's like, I, I love I love when they, they come through. Um, I haven't had a chance to meet Vic yet. So like, I met Frank, I met Tim. And it's like Tim does the inspection, which is amazing. And it's, I got to be clear with you. Like when I went and set everything up for USX pest control and they said, all right, Tim's going to come out and do an inspection. I start running around the house. I'm like, oh my God, like, dude, he's going to see like I have a mouse and like, it's going to, he's going to think I'm gross. You know, it's not like that. Like this is a dude who understands how these things get in, how these things happen. So he goes around and it's very just analytical. It's like, this is why this is happening. This is how this is. This is how we fix this. The non-chemical exclusion package might be an answer. The platinum package might be an answer. And then you just, you feel better by the time it's over. It's so, it's so crazy. Love the platinum package. USX, USX, pass controls. That one too. I feel like I said it right the first time. I still stopped myself. (laughs) What's going on there? Uh, 2024 is the year for you. If you haven't called them yet, make it a part of your plans. Have a healthy home. The weather, it will snow one day, maybe just on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. How will that affect your home? Make sure the crew at USX Pest Control has a game plan set for you. They've done it for LeVac. They've done it for me. They can do it for you as well. It's Sam Gaz's marriage. USXPest.com. Schedule that free inspection today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Oh man, you know like that moment you um somebody that like annoys you is making a big deal out of something that you hate, and then it all just crumbles right right before your eyes, and you like you personally don't have to do anything. It's just like you just watch karma come in and just handle business. That's what I felt like last night watching Knicks Lakers. <laughs> I, I used to love LeBron. I still love watching LeBron play. Like when he dunks, man. There's something there's something mythical about the way that dude moves through the air. I just I, he's. Him and like multiple other people, if they would just stop posting on social media, I would feel better about. Like people are like, "Oh, you don't post enough." No, because if I posted everything I thought, you'd hate me. Like you, you might already. I just would. I would just take away all doubt on why you hated me. Um, so the Lakers win the in-season tournament, the the NBA Cup, and they dropped the banner last night. So like the ban, and it's so, so cheesy, so stupid, so comically just. Look at us, we're special. Because you've got the like the historic Laker banners. Each one looks the same and it just they all scream greatness. And all of a sudden, here's like a bumper sticker. That's what it looks like next to these great banners. It's just this different, just it just and they put it up next to them. Should have put it on the other side of the like form, whatever. It's oh should have hung it outside. Should have hung it outside. Should have left it outside. And they hang the thing. And here comes their opponent for the evening to ruin it all, the New York Knicks. Knicks win 114-109. to 109. Jalen Brunson is a beast. Julius Randle was great. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein filled in for Mitchell Robinson almost perfectly. Like, it was just, it, it was just, it was a fun game to watch because what little, like, even, 
what, anybody who's like, oh, the end season tournament's so important. People love it. And, and again, I get it. A lot of people did like it. I, if you liked it, good for you. I I don't mean to take away your joy. I just thought it was stupid. And then when they hung that banner and then the Knicks to come in and just hammer down, beat them. Oh, it felt so good. Felt so good. There are games like that last night where the Knicks get talked about on a national level of, all right, are the Knicks overrated? Are they talked about too much? When are they going to win? When are they going to change? That is a type of game last night where the Knicks haters and the people who think the Knicks are overhyped and everything else, that's a franchise-changing win. And I'm not talking the history of the franchise. Look, the Knicks have struggled more than they've been good, especially in the well, last, 25, I mean, uh, last 25 years. But when you go out, what you just said, Levesque, when the eyes of the league are looking on you, whether or not the impact of the in-season tournament should be viewed like that, they are. That should have been a Lakers night. How many teams have the home court advantage in a sold-out arena and everything else when they lift the banner for the game one of the NBA championship. We saw it in Denver this past year. And for the New York Knicks to go out and beat that team, the LA Lakers, who, look, an argument can be made. You and I won't make this. An argument can be made that the Lakers are the best team in the NBA. They're not record-wise, but they won the in-season tournament. Like, no. you could make a case of the best no. team in the NBA. No. And you and I wouldn't. Stop it. But the Knicks go out and do that last night. And Julius Randle, a former Laker. Yeah. Pretty good game. Yeah. Pretty good game. How? And by the way, like we we've always talked about the fact that like part of this show there's been there's been characters who have appeared on this show people who aren't always I've always liked the idea that if you like went in some room here in the building they're just all in there <laughs> you know what I mean they're just like like randomly they're like oh there's that there's that guy that went to that Ivy League school there's like there's there's all these people Wolf actually might be in he one might of these. still be in there like this is the same building no <laughs> he, anyways uh not when I worked with him oh no he I don't know if he ever was here. I don't know. If this, I believe he was. Just might have been was. down the hall. Anyways, that's yeah, too yeah. inside of a joke. But um, anyway, we'll move on. I know. I just, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what happened? Tell I started looking door. around. Um, but I I feel like Tom Thibodeau might have a room where he keeps people. Whoa. Because where the hell did Todd Gibson come from? Where, like, Todd Gibson, like, every time somebody, like, like Tom Thibodeau, like, I, I almost feel like it's um, uh, Anchorman. He blows in the car. <laughs> Todd Gibson can run. Coach, you need me? You're not even on the roster. Where were you? He just pops up out of the floor. I didn't even know he was on the roster. I thought you played for the Bulls. No, no, that right. was a while ago. No, for you, coach. No, no, you were the coach. I swear. It was a room. It was a dream. We were all Derek Rose is on the team too, and he was healthy. Right? <laughs> can you imagine me and Evan Fournier? I'm actually on the roster. I can play. <laughs> Evan Fournier doesn't even know what the court feels like under his sneakers anymore. But here comes Todd Todd Gibson. Six minutes up for the, for the team. How, like, what, what the heck? Where'd he come from? Didn't put up a shot. Best part. I'm just yeah. getting a quick run in, coach. Just, just literally like, are you around? Yeah, I'm good. What are you doing? I just, I haven't played, I haven't played since last year. You want, you want, you want to lace them up? Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Who are we playing? The yeah, Hornets? Playing? Not yeah. the Lakers on prime time. <laughs> oh my God. I'm in LA. <laughs> like, oh, what are you doing here? I don't know. Just hanging out. I think you played at USC too. Uh, I'm sitting at a local gym. Take it out. You are correct. He did. He was, right, the, nice. uh, he was the 26th pick of the 2009 draft. Look at you. Look at you with the with the with the recall. Yeah, you know more about Taj than no, I do. No, that's about it. That's that's where it runs out. Oh, just but it's just like there's certain guys like you know what's next. Like you know, Derek Rose will come running in or something. Actually, <laughs> did you have you heard? There's a there's a little rumblings out there. Spider might still be a part of this team. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. I guess like there's like rumblings like it's not he's not really fitting in in Cleveland, 
So even though he like Knicks were one of the teams that it was supposed it was supposed to be the Knicks. Like they just couldn't get the work done. They couldn't get the trade to happen. None of that thing. Do- apparently Donovan Mitchell may not be happy. They may not be happy with him in Cleveland. It- it's not so. There's a chance. You know, you never know. You can you bring a little Donovan Mitchell back into your life. That's on Donovan Mitchell if he's out at Cleveland. I look the Cavs and the Knicks aren't too far apart from each other. Is it just he's mad with the coaches, the city? I don't know if it's like oh, a mad boy. thing or like even if you go actually if you go. Because um, I heard people talking about it, and then I so I like Googled it, and it came up on uh, the Four Letter Network site. Is it the right time for the Cleveland Cavaliers to trade Donovan Mitchell? And then I started looking around. It's like it's not fitting right. He could be more valuable here. Could be more. And I started thinking. I was like, you know, I, I like I mean, I Jalen Bronson. I get, yeah, I like that. What if? What if? What if? You have Mitchell too, and then Mitchell Robinson comes back, and now. You've got you might have something. Ooh. Back, you know what? You just stumbled upon something. That, I mean, it happens every once in a while, especially when I'm drinking. That I haven't thought about. Look, Donovan Mitchell's an awesome player. We both agree on that. Yes. Spider, great player. But I just started going through my head. I'm like, hmm. Boy, Donovan Mitchell was a guy who the Knicks missed. Man, they missed on a lot of guys. They missed on James Harden. Hey, that wasn't so bad. They missed on Kyrie. That wasn't so bad. They missed on Durant. Well, they could have won more games, but, boy, that's been a weird couple of years. They missed on Zion. Wow, he got fat. Like, all of a sudden, those people that the Knicks— the God bless the broken road right? kind of thing. Like, there was five but, or six guys along the road that the Knicks could have had that actually they wouldn't have improved the team. Again, But this was one team, guy that wanted—like, I'm, yes, I'm going to go us. Yes. This is a guy who wanted us, and we wanted him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it, and it should have—you could, you could kind of just—you could feel it coming together. You could feel— like that real, like that top-notch NBA all-star added to the roster. And it didn't feel like you were going to give up a lot. Like, it was going to be picks. Gonna be, like, and then you put him next to Jalen Brunson, who's a real, like, you know, again, I said I said this yesterday. I'll say it every day. Whatever rules you broke, break them again. Go find another one. Hire somebody else's dad. I don't care. I would say the last time a star player wanted to be a Nick and the Knicks wanted them to be, I would say it worked out. It made the franchise better. Some Knicks fans would say it didn't work out as well as they'd hoped. Jeremy Lin? It's not Jeremy Lin. Jalen Bronson? It's Carmelo. Ah! I don't know if you guys could have guessed that, but it was Carmelo. Ah, I'll pass, which he never did. Well, you know what? Jay- <laughs> that was my fault. I brought that up. He laid it no, out. I laid it you out put, there. That thing was slow across the plate. I just I licked my chops. I was like, don't swing too early. No foul balls. <laughs> Thanksgiving has passed, but Knicks fan. How long has it been where you're heading to Christmas and you can feel thankful for what could have been? Like, yeah. you dodged a lot of... Jalen Brunson's awesome. Yeah. Tom Thibodeau's doing well, a nice still, job. But you got to admit, still there's a piece missing, right? Like, yes. you're close. We're there. We're almost there. If And, and I don't know if Mitchell... I, I would almost prefer to be like a big guy, you know, but but this... Hmm. The Knicks are closer than they've been in a very, very yeah. long time. Pre, even pre-Mello, you can go, no, <laughs> probably Mello's best year. They're probably right there. This thing I hit with today, I was, I was cheesing about this early today. And then uh, Mike Corda pops out of nowhere, you know, part owner of the Albany Firebirds and everything. And I was like, Knicks haven't they've been? They're building the right way. They're not making mistakes. They'll screw it up. I'm like, where were you? Like, what was the, were you in Todd Gibson hanging somewhere? Like, what? He, I didn't even know he was at work yet. I thought he was at a meeting somewhere. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just pops up. Like, Knicks will screw up. They always do. I'm like, what? The, I, what? You gonna rain on my parade? Catching a stray? What is yeah. going on? God, it was, it was, it was it. But yeah, the Knicks. It, it does. No matter no matter what, as long as as long as we get this is if they play at this level the rest of the year, it's gonna be a really really fun year. But if this somehow they could just get that one notch farther, just one, and I don't want to be greedy, 
Because like you mentioned, it's been a long time since they've been this good. And they, it's been a long time since they've been fun to watch. Let's be real. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it. I would be so excited. Oh, Undertaker. I don't know why I just had to do that. Uh, fired up, though. Fired up, man. It's a good time to be a New York Knicks fan. It is. It is. It is. It's a great time to be a, a Knicks One fan. One time at some point here, we'll be able to talk even more about the Knicks. When, when will that be? Soon. Oh, okay. I'll just leave that there. Ooh, all I right. Want, I want to, man. Oh, come on. Just do I it. Just I do cannot, it. Can I do it? Uh, no. Can I go rogue? Especially Can I be a rogue time. agent? No. I've, Can I do it? I've got so many emails I got to run through and everything else. No. Mm. But I will talk about Lily and David Fine Jewelers. All right. Well, while Shops, you do that, I'm going to listen to the Knicks. The Shops of Wilton, Lily and David Fine Jewelers is the place for you. We are under a week to Christmas. <laughs> I do this every year. Work with Lily and David Fine Jewelers. My engagement ring, Lily and David Fine Jewelers. That's where I stopped into Family-owned and operated business. I got to work with Alyssa and David and Tammy and Gene. They gave me the advice I needed. And then it was on to the wedding, the wedding band. But guys, less than a week to go. Ah! How is the Christmas shopping going? I went through my Christmas list yesterday, and I realized I'm doing okay. Levesque uh, also saw it, whether I wanted him to see it or not. By rapping. I might be missing a few gifts. I've bought them. Guys, if you're having that experience where you thought you had your gifts... Now's the time to go to Lily and David Fine Jewelry and get something special for her. Maybe you can't just... This is the perfect time to go. Think about this. Because she knows you, right? And she's going to figure out what you got her. You have blown it to this point. Lily and David can save Christmas. Some of you are sitting there. I've been married for 20 years. I got her socks. Well, maybe not socks. Maybe Lily and David Fine Jewelry. Knock her socks off. Ooh. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. They will help you find what she's looking for this holiday season. It is not too late. Stop in and work with the staff. It will find exactly what she wants, and she will be getting compliments this holiday season from your in-laws, from her friends, and more. It is worth it. Make the drive to the shops of Wilton to get her something she's going to love for Christmases and holidays and more to come. Lily and David Fine Jewelers, if you're going for that proposal, New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, it's the perfect spot to get your ring. When you stop in, tell them you heard about my story, Gaza's story, from Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. I, that's a great plan. Like I just... I, whenever you talk about Lily and David, I'm like, oh, man, I wish I liked somebody enough to go shopping there. Uh, top four of four is coming up next right here. Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. Bull riding, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's PBR Albany at MVP Arena, December 29th and 30th. Tickets at Ticketmaster, PBR.com, and the box office. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin.